Hey, welcome back, all you wonderful people, to the All Out Blitz podcast. We are back live once again. Yes, we after are. After my little trip with the uh, with the wife to New York City, but we are back, and it was after Championship Weekend. <laughs> yep. Which, for the first time, I think this season, Brady and I watched it in different locations. Mm-hmm. Uh, but welcome back. It is January twenty second. We are almost to the Super Bowl. Oh, we are on the road to the Super Bowl. But before we start talking about what's to come, let's talk about what just happened. The previous games. In this past crazy weekend of only two football games. It's very sad. But it is a playoffs. It's getting close to the Super Bowl. And we already have our Super Bowl set. Well, started off talking about the Tennessee Titans and the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs pick up the win 35-24. to I was expecting more from the Titans here because I remember me and you talked about this before. You said that the Titans did not run the ball a lot. They didn't. We talked about it when I got back. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think this this game pretty well ended up. I mean, I think I picked the Titans last time we talked. But, you did. Um, no, wait, you picked the Chiefs. I don't remember. You picked the Chiefs. But it, this game ended up pretty much like I imagined, to be honest with you. Yeah, you. It's, um... I expected the Chiefs to come away with the win, but there was a small part of me that was, <laughs> that was really hoping to see this historic run that the Tennessee Titans went on, beating the Patriots and then the Ravens. I mean, you have to you just think about it. This was an absolute gauntlet that the Titans had to get through. Um, near impossible to, to yeah, make the, it to the Super had Bowl. Had the Patriots, then the Ravens. Which was a great defense. The Ravens have a great defense. And then also the Chiefs. And, but Derrick Henry ran all over everybody. Besides but the I, I didn't really expect more from the Titans. I mean, putting up 24 points on a really good Kansas City Chiefs defense. Um, the only the only thing that that I can really say about this, well, I can say two things about this game. The first thing was, the wife and I were walking around New York City, we walked past a bar, and I tried to look in the window because I saw the game was on and the and score. I, and at I that saw time. I saw Vrabel was celebrating, and I said, "Well, the Titans must have scored," but I had no idea. We get back to the hotel. I turn it on, at that and time, the Titans are 10 nothing, And I'm thinking, whoa, this is going to be really interesting because it seems like they were picking up right where they left off against the Baltimore Ravens. And as soon as I said that, <laughs> it completely flipped around. Yeah. And the Kansas City Chiefs started taking over that game, doing what they do best. It almost seems like they, they like to start slow. I'm pretty sure at halftime, like, we were winning. By halftime, the Chiefs were winning. Absolutely, yeah. it was that that was that beautiful twenty-yard run by Mahomes, uh, where instead of stepping out of bounds, he decided to just say, "Hey, this is Championship Weekend. I'm going for this. I got to get in that end zone. We got to get ahead before halftime." And if you saw that game and saw the Patrick Mahomes, I'm pretty sure twenty-yard run, amazing. It was a beautiful run. It was a beautiful run. Be- him being able to stay in bounds and kind of juke out that second defender. Uh, kind of looking like he was going to toss it a little bit, made that defender stutter step a little bit and was able to get around him on the corner there. Beautiful run. He's just, he is shoulders above uh, intelligence-wise almost any other player on the football field in the NFL. But the Titans, I, I, I mean, they, 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 they played a really good game. Um... I think the second, I think when they went into halftime and Mahomes ran that, that beautiful sure. run, though, but they went into halftime, and I think 
I think that threw the Titans. Honestly, I, that was that was the differentiator in that game. Is the Titans were hoping to go into halftime with a little bit of a lead, just a couple of points, yeah. and then they'd come back out. But then Mahomes scored with I think it was about 15, 18 seconds left, something like that. And they came out the second half. The Titans did, and I think Derrick Henry only ran the ball three times. Yeah, he did not. You, you got to run him twenty times a half if you want to play up to par like you did against the Patriots and, and, and the Ravens. They just they completely got away from who they are and what their game plan is because Kansas City, Kansas City was scoring at will. And I don't know if this was just me, but I was expecting more from Derrick Henry. Well, when you only get the ball three <laughs> times, very much you can do. That's true. <laughs> but the Kansas City Chiefs, I mean, the, the defense there, don't, 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 uh, let's not, uh, belittle them or not, or not talk about them enough because let's let's face it the patriots top ranked rushing defense ravens top ranked rushing defense and derrick henry just absolutely demolished and steamrolled both of those defensive squads mm-hmm. the kansas city chiefs thankfully and luckily they got chris jones back for this game to stuff the middle i also saw that he was only going to play for third downs and and then he ended up playing a lot more <laughs> Yeah, and also if the Titans went for fourth downs. Yeah, so it was it was a really good football game. Um, now, a lot a lot of celebrities out there in Kansas City braving the cold. Uh, I think Paul Rudd was out there beating the drum before the game. Big really? Kansas City fan, uh, sporting sporting a Travis Kelsey jersey. Uh, but but a great uh, a great uh, win. By the Kansas City Chiefs. Now the next game you were very was a turlet bowl. <laughs> Green Bay Packers and the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers win twenty to thirty seven. Halftime, like even halftime was just bad. Like this game was it terrible. Was like like halftime was like zero to like twenty something. I'd say this game was garbage from beginning to end. The Packers went into it realizing that they got absolutely demolished the last time they played them a couple weeks ago. And they tried to hype themselves up to the point where they actually put some they, they the thought board. they were going to go into this game and win. And from opening kick, they just they really didn't stand a chance. I mean yeah. that the San Francisco 49ers defense is one of the best in the league right now, especially with speed. The Green Bay Packers aren't built for speed. No. Um they just they just completely took them out from the opening whistle. It 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 was just it was a horrible football game from beginning to end. And and I, I sound a little bitter because I really wanted the Packers I was to okay win. With it. You're fine, <laughs> yeah. But that's yeah. You're just bitter too. But anyway, uh, no, I I'm I'm bitter for the fact I want Shanahan to lose. If he couldn't, if he if he didn't screw over my Falcons in the Super Bowl a couple years ago with his nonsense of throw and throw and throw and throw for a quarter and a half to end, end the game instead of just running the ball, running the clock out. Falcons would have their first Super Bowl. So, you know what? I don't want Shanahan to win. I don't want the 49ers to win. So, I, of course, was rooting for the Packers. My dad's a Packers fan, so I definitely wanted them to win for that, too. But Aaron Rodgers was not Aaron Rodgers this year. If you look at his stats, he threw for maybe, four, I think it was about 4,000 yards, which eh, it seems like a lot, but not by his standards. His, his accuracy has been really subpar this year compared to the Aaron Rodgers of the past. And, I mean, he's throwing. And some of it may have to do with the receivers, maybe running a, a, a 
wrong route or something like that, but they just they never seem to put it together. They didn't really get the they didn't really get the run game going. They the did pass, have a pretty good throw though. The pass, yeah, but one throw isn't going to win you anything. The, the passing game was not good, and 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 the majority of that was because of the 49ers defensive front. When you have people like D Ford and Nick Bosa and Eric Armstead and all those Nick guys, uh, Greenwell, all coming at you, um, he didn't have a lot of time. Rodgers didn't have a lot of time. He needed to get the ball out quick, and they weren't doing that. And then they came out the second half, and they realized, hey, if they're coming at us really fast, you know what we should do? Let's do some screens. Let's do some quick drop-offs to the running back and let him. And they went, I think it was seven plays, 80 yards for a touchdown. They came out just absolutely flooring it, and I thought I was going to have to bite my own tongue, you know, getting, getting in Twitter battles with people because I was bashing Aaron Rodgers for being subpar and everybody gets in their feelings. But anyway, you know what I just he noticed? just he came out and did that. Um, this is like I'll like continue, but I've also just noticed that if you look at like all the logos for like the four games, Titans have a T in theirs, Kansas City has K C, Green Bay has a G in theirs, and San Francisco has an S S F. I just noticed that well, that's real weird, dude, for you to pick up <laughs> <laughs> So you're saying the single letter teams are losers. Well, some of them. Like the T and the G. Yeah, Packers and Titans. Gotcha. That's an interesting little pickup there. True. Only single letter losers. But back to the game. Single letter losers. All right, back to back the game. Back to the game. But they, like I said, they come out, they started dumping screens, getting the running backs involved, little dump off passes, let's block a little people. Yeah. And they score. And then what happens after that? Nothing. Because they're bad. And they just got garbage points at the end towards you know towards the end of the game. Yeah. They there was no chance the Green Bay Packers were gonna win this game. Which lines us up for I think what's gonna be an amazing Super Bowl. Because we have the Kansas City Chiefs and the 49ers both putting up 30 points in their games. Here's the difference. 49ers have two more points. No, 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 no. Here's the difference. Jimmy Garoppolo in this 17-point win, 37 points up on the Packers, only threw eight passes the entire game. If you look at a stat line for a starting quarterback in the NFL, and his stat line says he went six for eight, you would think that he got hurt. Or that something happened... That he wasn't throwing. That was just part of their game plan. Once they realized that the Packers could not stop the run, Raheem Mostert went for over 300 or 200 yards. I think he had four touchdowns. They could not stop the run. Now here's, let's talk, let's talk about this Super Bowl a little bit. We're not going to talk about it too much because it's two weeks away. We're going to jump into the amazing Pro Bowl here. That's Nobody ever said that before. But let's talk about this because you have the Kansas City Chiefs, a decent run defense, mm-hmm. especially if Chris Jones is jamming up the middle. They were able to shut down the That's king, Derrick Henry. If the Chiefs actually lost this game, from what I saw, Chris Jones was actually going to be in the Pro Bowl. So, Julio Jones is not, though. Let's talk about the Super Bowl, though. It's better and the best thing in the whole entire world. Because the Chiefs... Have an amazing, amazing passing offense. Yeah. The running off, rushing offense is is good, but that's that's not what they do. All right. 
The San Francisco 49ers, their defensive backfield, other than Richard Sherman, is not... I don't care what Sherman says. He likes to talk a lot. They are not going to be able to keep up with the speed of Watkins, McCall Hardman, and Tyreek Hill. And Travis, he just needs to get better hands. No, he doesn't. Everybody drops passes. That happens. The first pass that he threw in that game, he dropped it. Yeah, and then what they catch after that. We said that the week before we watched him playing, and we said he dropped the first one, then caught three touchdowns. It doesn't matter. But... They're just they're not fast enough to keep up with those wide receivers. Patrick Mahomes has a very quick release, can get the ball out there, and then intermittent with some runs. But the Niners, on the other hand, they're like the complete opposite. They're the old school run the ball down your throat kind of offense. Jimmy G is not going to put up 400 yards. No, they're going to rely on Mostert, uh, Matt Breida, and if and if Tevin Coleman can play with that separated shoulder he had, he had to get popped back in. That three-headed monster of the running back committee, they're going to use them all over the place. Now, Jimmy G's going to throw for more than eight. He's going to throw more than eight passes this game. I guarantee he's going to throw at least thirty because he's going to have to stay in the game. Kansas City always puts up points. I was watching some people yesterday and listening to some stuff, and they said there was one time this season that the Chiefs didn't put up twenty-three points or more. When was that? I don't remember. I have to look back and see what the games were. But there that's only one time. You know how many teams do that? None of them. Bengals. There's one time. Think about what I'm saying here, <laughs> Bengal. The Bengal haven't put twenty three points up in the whole Bye season. Hard. The Kansas City Chiefs, there was one time Didn't they against the Jets? There was one time this whole season that the Chiefs did not put up more than twenty three points. Twenty three? Uh, so every other game they put up more than 23 points. Sometimes like in preseason, I'd say. No, it was a couple weeks ago. Anyway, really? it doesn't matter when. But that is an unbelievable stat. Because the Niners defense has one of the worst percentages worst. when it comes to red zone touchdowns. <laughs> which means if the Chiefs get to the red zone, you can almost guarantee a touchdown. Yeah, now yeah. the Chiefs, on the other hand, have one of the better red zone percentage defenses uh-huh. which means it's less likely that the Niners are going to get in the end zone they're going to be kicking a lot of field goals with Robbie Gold unless they do something special and that is going to solely Harrison rely on Bucker. the hand or the the shoulders of Kyle Shanahan scheming guys open and making the correct play call against this Kansas City defense but when you have a coaching staff made up of Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy and Spags on the defensive side it's going to be a tough team to beat. They are firing on absolutely every cylinder possible right now. They may start a little slow, but they seem to get their swagger. Chiefs? Yeah, the Chiefs. Not that game the 49ers. I don't care about the 49ers. They're going to lose this game 28-3. to You wish. That's I really do wish. It was going to be 28. Just so that number can stick in Shanahan's head a little bit more for the rest of his living days. Be awesome if he got fired and then like never returned every season. Now he's a good coach. I'm just bitter because of the Super Bowl. I'm not going to get over twenty three in the third quarter. <laughs> twenty eight to three, Kansas City over San Francisco. That's not going like to be thirty five to thirty three. This game, I think, and everybody, everybody's looking back because you know you have fans and you have analysts like, oh, can Jimmy G do this? Can he put up a bunch of points? And then they look Whoa. back at the season. 
and they and the one game that stands out that they look out to is did you see the game that the Niners beat the Saints and he went blow for blow with Drew Brees and won that game? Did you see the Falcons paid that the was Bowl? one game this season that he was able to do that. Did you see the Falcons Patriots Super Bowl? Why are you bringing that up right now? <laughs> We're trying to talk about the Chiefs and the Niners. Get yeah, yourself together. <laughs> anyway, the Chiefs and the Niners going in to Miami. Oh, for the Super Bowl. It's going to be an amazing well, game. To We're going to talk more about the Super Bowl in the next next couple episodes here. It would be here. awesome if we actually went to Miami. It would be awesome. Um, we go. I'm taking the Chiefs to win here. Yeah! Brady's taking the Chiefs to win here. Yeah! So the whole, the whole, the whole family's taking the Chiefs here. So Besides that's, that's uh, all we're Aria. doing, too. Yeah, whatever. Get going. <laughs> Chiefs are taking this thing. All right? Let's okay. talk about the Pro Bowl. Should we just say like one thing, Pro- Chiefs? <laughs> no, we're good. The Pro Bowl is going to be going on this weekend. Okay. And we should, like discuss who is going to be in the Pro Bowl. Uh, it's hard to say right now because there's some players, some players that are down there. It all started. They're practicing. Uh, you got the skills challenges and showdowns at the end of this week on Thursday and Friday. Those are my favorite things at a Pro Bowl weekend, just like most people, because the game is absolute trash. Uh, I'm gonna watch it <laughs> because, because that's what I do. Uh, but the Pro Bowl is the Pro Bowl, right? You got, I mean, you got offensive players playing defense. You got defensive players playing offense. This year, I'm not really like that excited for the Pro Bowl because like 12 people were on the Ravens and like two other. Only 11. Really, that was 12. I don't know. It's pretty much the Ravens against. Lamar's gonna be the QB. I know that. It's pretty much the Ravens against the NFC. Lamar's gonna be our QB. So, what's this R stuff? Are you a Ravens fan? No, I'm a Chiefs fan. Oh. That's not R. It's nothing. Well, I'm in the we're in the AFC, so I'm saying R. Here's what I say to this. <laughs> anyway, Pro Bowl is pretty much what that game is. It's fun to watch sometimes. It's comedy. Don't think you're going to get some big battles in there. Uh, but the Pro Bowl is going on this weekend, which is really which is really laugh. which is really just to kind of give you your football fix until the Super Bowl gets here. Yeah. yeah. But speaking of that. I'm going to break away from the Pro Bowl for a second to talk about the NFL draft. Uh, okay. Ad hoc. It wasn't on the it wasn't on the agenda to talk about today. But there are renderings that came out yesterday because well, of course, the Raiders are opening their new stadium in Las Vegas next year. It looks amazing. And the NFL draft this year is also in Vegas, and there's a rendering that they are going to put the stage where the players come out in to meet stadium. Roger Goodell. No. In the water fountains of the Bellagio Hotel. Huh? And they are saying that they are going to boat the players from where they are to the stage to get their picture taken with Goodell. That's awesome. Now, it seems absolutely amazing until one of the boats breaks down and a player can't get there. And falls in. (laughs) Or I'm waiting for a player to get that excited that he was just drafted, fulfilling his lifelong dream of becoming an NFL football player, and just jumping in the fountains. And if somebody doesn't do that, the NFL draft is a fail. <laughs> Somebody's got to jump in those fountains. I did. Uh, if, if you ever, me. If you've ever been to Vegas and you've seen the Bellagio Fountains, it's an amazing thing to see. You've been to Vegas a few times. Yeah, and I've been to just stand at the Bellagio Fountains, too. And it's a, it's an amazing little spectacle with the music and the, the light show and the water show. And Would you go to Vegas if it was the Falcons and the Raiders? No. 
Like, yes, I would. Of course I would. I just, I'll go see the Raiders play anybody because they're probably going to lose. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but anyway, it's, no, but the, the NFL drafts, it'll be, it'll be interesting being there in Vegas, seeing, you know, a whole new setup, people not just walking from backstage. It's like a whole new spectacle. It's a giant, just like they do in Vegas. It's most they're, they're going big. That Joe Burrow is going to be signed to the um, the Bengals. What should happen is that the whole entire LSU should just switch with the Bengals, and then they should just be the new Bengals team. That's true. That would be pretty Because they'd probably be in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I doubt that. But they would do better than the Bengals did. Yeah. But so would any high Believe school me, team. They wouldn't go 2-14. and 14. Um, So you, you think Burrow's going number one? Yeah, to the Bengals? if you saw on TV last night, there was a mock draft that said number one because the Bengals have the number one uh, seed this year. So, well, seed for the draft. Um, so Joe Burrow is most likely going yeah, go to go that was good old the, that was good old DJ Daniel Jeremiah man putting out draft. his first mock draft. It's never too early for a mock draft, people. But here's my scenario that I'm taking: the Miami Dolphins have three first round picks Ooh, in this thinking. year's draft. I think. That the Miami Dolphins are going to make a trade with the Bengals for the first pick, and they're going to take Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's going to be in a Miami Dolphins uniform next year. Is my take. I don't. I want Fitzpatrick to stay as the QB. I want Fitzpatrick to go somewhere where he can just still beat up on the Patriots. Uh, Bengals. Anywhere. <laughs> I would love to see the Bengals. You know what? Patriots. You know what would be interesting. I don't know if I'd want that what? to happen. Tom Brady is not going to be in a Patriots uniform next year. I don't think. No, I think he is. I don't. I don't, I don't think he is. Currently, but the, he, you know he what's doesn't gonna ha- have one. You know what's going to happen? The beard is going to go to New England. I hate that. <laughs> I would too. But no, I that's that's my take. I seriously think that the Dolphins they have all those draft picks stashed up. Now they they do need more than a quarterback, so that's about the Let only me, Tom thing. Brady would go to the Dolphins. Hey, it's always possible. Tom Brady, I think, is going to uh, re-sign with New England. Now, here's the other thing. Philip Rivers... Philly Rivers? ...is... Uh, is, is He's pretty much a done deal. He's, he's not going to be a Charger next year, I don't think. Really? And uh, news reports are out that he moved his entire family to Florida. Oh, play for the Gators. <laughs> so, maybe Philip Rivers to the Dolphins? Uh... Who knows? That might be a good take. A nice little... Oh, wait. A nice, Tom, nice Brady veteran. Do- Tom Brady doesn't play... Fitzpatrick goes to the uh, Patriots, and then uh, Philip Rivers goes with the Dolphins. No, Tom Boom! Brady, Tom Brady's playing. He already said he's not retiring. He's most likely not retiring. He's not retiring. He already said he's not retiring. He's playing. It just depends on where. He's probably still going to sound human. Maybe he will. Because currently they don't. He doesn't have a contract with them. That'd be awesome. Well, at the end Bill of the reject and give him another at one. At the end, at the end of the NFL season, which is March, is when it's up. So well, after the Super Bowl is when the season ends. So a lot of a lot of really interesting uh, interesting things coming down the pike in the NFL. The off season, you know, it gets a little boring. No games or anything like that. But you still got a lot of news going on. You got, uh, you know, the NFL draft there uh, coming up in April. Uh, you know, the the Super Bowl just finishing up here at the beginning of February, and then before you know it, we'll be talking this summer about training camps, preseason, and we'll be right back in the mix. But before we finish up this episode... Yep. Sorry if that's a short one, but we had nothing really to talk about. Let's go into... Depth. Oh. Depth. What do you want to go in depth about, Sunshine? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're just having fun here. 
Yeah, on a Wednesday, people. It's Wednesday. Uh, hopefully, you're enjoying it. It's nice and sunny out here. Some snow on the ground, so it's good times. But uh, now, before we before we close out this episode, we already know we're both taking the Chiefs, right? Yep. Let's talk about our prediction for the Pro Bowl. Oh gosh. AFC. I'm going to take the NFC. Oh, of course, you're a Falcons guy. In a 65 to 62 win. Oh, no, no, they're not going to get that many points just because they're like the best people. It's not the best. It's not because of how good they are. It's because nobody plays defense in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, they go. Like, it's a terrible game. But that's, that's going to be. That's your opinion. Uh, that's the world's opinion. That's your opinion. I think it's cool. So what do you what do you what's your take on I'm it? I'm taking the AFC. AFC I'm part of it. Do you got score? You got a score? Uh, thirty. Oh. Thirty-one to thirty-six. That's okay. Well, we're just gonna leave it right there, folks. You're gonna have a hundred to hundred two. <laughs> I'm going 65-62 NFC. I'm going thirty-one thirty-six. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Quick little episode for you, folks, you know to cool get back in it after. If they went into overtime. <laughs> they don't do that. It's a Pro Bowl. They're <laughs> just going to end it in a tie. Yeah, 0-0. Zero, zero. If they don't show up. <laughs> like a baseball We're going to watch a Pro Bowl this weekend. Next week, when we come back on for another episode, we're going to talk about the Pro Bowl a little bit more. But then guess what? On Monday starts Super Bowl week, which means daily updates. From the NFL and both teams as they're going through their fun media rounds for Super Bowl week. Yeah, we should do. And then we will update you on this podcast about what's happening. And then, of course, do one big episode pre-Super Bowl coming up at the end of next week to talk about we should do the an big episode. game. We should do an episode on Saturday. That's like two hours long. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, appreciate y'all joining us for this week's episode and uh, I'm sure we'll put out another one here beginning of next week, right after the Pro Bowl. Not a whole lot more going on in the NFL at this point in time. We are currently, well, I am currently. Brady's not. He's back in school, so he's got stuff to do. I'm working, but I got stuff going on too. We should all Com- take Super Monday. Coming up, coming up with some good topics for the off season to keep this thing chugging along. But definitely appreciate appreciate you all listening. <laughs> And I hope you have a great rest of your week, folks. And we will talk again soon. But from myself, from Brady Man here at the All Out Blitz, peace out. Hashtag Super Monday.